I'd give the world to see Where the music's softly playing And the rhythm's gently swaying Underneath the stars in a million bars Guitars are softly saying Mexico Oh, this, this, this. Uh, yeah, once more, it's time for uh, John Bonfilio joining us from uh, Mexico. Uh, John, very good evening to you. Very good evening, straight back to you. Okay, excellent. And uh, let's start with this uh, this disappearing island, uh, which I think, if I got the pronunciation right, is Bermeja. That is um, spot on pronunciation. Hey. Yeah, this, this strange little island. Uh, islet, although it's not really an islet because when I was looking at the potential dimensions of it today, it's purported to be 80 square kilometers. So it's a That's bit good. of a thing to have to disappear. But it's, um, yeah, it's in the Gulf of Mexico, about halfway between uh, Mexico, the Yucatan Peninsula and, and the US and Florida. And it basically existed for about 450 years between the 16th century up until the end of the 20th century. Um, and then there were some survey ships with, which went to to find it and to, and to measure it and to gauge its proper size and, and so on, and then uh, discovered that it wasn't really there after all. And it became a big thing internationally in the international politicking world between Mexico and the US a few years later, essentially because of the black gold, because of drilling rights, because fundamentally, if it exists, then Mexico has access to a lot more drilling in the Gulf of Mexico uh, because it has an expanded, it's a northernmost isle uh, in the Gulf of Mexico for Mexico. And if it doesn't exist, then the US has has more drilling rights to the tune of uh, about 22 and a half billion barrels. So it was a big, it was a big deal around mm. then. And then it kind of gets forgotten every so often. But then somebody here remembers it and then writes an article about it. And then there's a flurry of interest and outrage again. And then everybody picks up on it and then it goes quiet again. And we're, we're currently in one of those up cycles uh, of the island and everybody wondering what, what happened to it. And in particular, the forever question, which is, did it disappear? And if so, how did it disappear? Or was it never there in the first place? Blimey. So what's the, what's the latest then? I mean, is it, that it is there or isn't there? I mean, somebody's got to come to a, a decision, surely. It's absolutely not there. So no survey that's been undertaken, even by the Mexican authorities, by the military, by some partisan uh, political nationalistic parties that have gone out to try and relocate it over the course of the last 25 years have actually located it or anything like uh, an island. I mean, the, the depth um, at uh, where the coordinates, the historical coordinates are, is a kilometre and a half. So it's not as though it's one of those things which, uh, you know, if you, if you go towards the conspiracy theories of somebody's disappeared, it it would have been an, an amazing thing to, to disappear. But still, the whispers here between a lot of people are basically say that it was a CIA job that disappeared the whole island. Blimey. That's amazing. Um, we have to talk about Brazil. We've seen lots of Brazil on our screens this week, mostly people um, sort of demonstrating against uh, Bolsonaro. Uh, you've got a story about uh, illegal uh, logging, though. This uh, environment minister's resigned. Yeah, I mean, in, in any given week, we could pick, as you know, Martin, five or six yeah. different stories emanating from, from Brazil at the moment. But, yeah, this is the, uh, the environment, environment minister, uh, Ricardo Salles, uh, who's presiding over and has been presiding over record deforestation in, in the Amazon. I mean, just last month, year on year, it was up uh, in the month of May by 41% from the previous year, which was also a categorical high over a 15-year period. And he's basically accused of blocking a police investigation into a timber shipment that was going overseas worth about um, £18 million. So the Supreme Court 
have launched an investigation into him, into hindering environmental inspection and also a hindering of an investigation of a criminal offence in, in involving a criminal organisation. So he's jumped before he's he's able to be pushed, saying that he doesn't want to distract you know, from the work and so on. But for sure, uh, Ricardo Salas is something of a joke figure, absolutely in environmental circles, but also in, you know, in Brazil uh, largely. And he comes with form as well. I mean, a month before he was due to take office, he was convicted of altering environmental maps in order to benefit uh, mining companies. And in this infamous meeting last year, which when coronavirus was going, I mean, it's still going large in Brazil, but when the first wave of coronavirus, COVID was going large in Brazil, he was um, he was caught on tape whispering to uh, Bolsonaro that it was a good time to um, to renegotiate and downgrade environmental protections for the Amazon because because all of the news cycle was focusing on uh, on COVID and on on nothing else. So um, he's done a lot of things, but certainly protect the environment isn't high up on his on his top hit list. No, not by the sound of things. Uh, Copa America, um, Brazil uh, got uh, got a victory against uh, Colombia, but uh, not without a fair amount of controversy. A massive amount of controversy. No Colombian, and certainly the re- is, is, is pro-Brazil at the moment, and certainly that referee, uh, if he's able to, to holiday anyway, is not going to be thinking Colombia. Um, continuing on, we're still in the, in, the, in the groups, the group stages, but this uh, in this game just a few days ago, uh, Colombia were one nil up and, and Brazil were going absolutely uh, nowhere. And then in the 78th minute, um, Neymar struck the ball, hit the uh, hit the referee and then uh, essentially led to a goal within the next uh, few seconds in what was a clear advantage of the of the def- deflection. Cue the entire Colombian team and a nation going a little bit mental. And then uh, at one all in the they played 10 minutes of extra time and in the 100th minute, uh, Casemiro from Real Madrid uh, uh, scored the winner for uh, for Brazil. So uh, Brazil continue flying high, even though they you know, they really struggled to get that through that uh, that particular game. But it's that that match has certainly kicked off, uh, had the pulses racing and kicked kicked the tournament off really, which had started pretty slowly and predictably up until that point. Yeah, I noticed uh, Juan uh, Cuadrado. Um, criticised the officials stating on Twitter um, accompanied by an image that lists the rules when the ball hits the referee he says not that I'm a bad loser but the rules are the rules and uh, of course the, the rules when it hits the referee is that the match is uh, is stopped isn't it with a, with a drop ball which is either contested yeah. or not contested absolutely if, if, you know, if, it, if it goes over the line if it, if it goes out of play if there's any clear advantage it absolutely was a clear advantage uh, you know, with the, with the deflection that uh, that yeah. took place, so it's fairly understandable that the Colombians are, you know, are are, are outraged by it. Uh, we're coming to the end of the group stage now, so the last uh, couple of matches are taking place on Sunday and Monday, and then we get into the sharp end of things towards the end of uh, next week with the uh, with the quarterfinals. But certainly at the moment, Argentina and Brazil flying high, uh, Ecuador and Venezuela probably one of those two out on one group, and Bolivia are now confirmed out. Uh, having zero points from all their games so far in the other group. Yeah, and I think these matches are sort of in parallel uh, with the Euros. They're at the sort of exactly the same same time, except on a different continent. Um, John, thanks uh, ever so much. Uh, we do appreciate it. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining us. Take care. Speak soon. There you go, uh, John Bonfilio, top man joining us from uh, Mexico. Uh, right. Well,